Let's make this happen in three, two, one. Wednesday, December 30th, 2020. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's me, it's Dr. Goose, back on the line with my man on the other side of the state who broke 500, but then uh, came back to it. Mr. Fermi, welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Goose. I, you know what? I was happy to be above for a day. I, <laughs> I gave, I gave that one game back, so I'm still sitting at 500. Let's just finish strong, and I would love to keep my head above water. First of all, to any of our new listeners that we've picked up since Action Jackson gave us great numbers, our uh, our downloads are up. So we appreciate you guys joining us on board here. Let's try to get into the bowl season. We have the second half of the bowl games we're looking at. Game tonight, I'm on the over with uh, Florida and Oklahoma. We're not going to count this as a formal pick. It dropped down. Fermi, any insight here? Just trying to get the juices flowing or any thoughts about any of the prior bowl games that we've seen the past seven days? Uh, that Liberty Coastal game was phenomenal. How about that? I know we were texting during the game. That was unbelievable. A two-unit uh, play for you. I totally backed out. I totally softed out. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a great game. Questionable coaching down the, down at the end of the game, but it ended up being obviously favorable for me. But it would have been a great game regardless, um, even if I was on the losing end of the bet. Uh, the other game that I was really, really excited about was UTSA and Louisiana. I did not play the money line, UTSA, and I, I talked about it on the pod about possibly doing it, but I did take the points, so they covered. They were actually down two, two or even three scores and battled back, took the lead, and then gave away the lead late. So that was I also watched that. That was a really good game. Um, but so far, the Bulls have been pretty good, I thought, overall. I mean, we have a lot of good ones left, which, which gets me pumped. I, I was so disappointed in that Hawaii-Houston game. That was god-awful. I mean, Houston just, it was they were so out of sync. And Hawaii was paying nice on the money line, too. Marshall-Buffalo kind of went how we said. It was going to be an ugly game. Buffalo ends up covering. That Liberty-Coastal Carolina game was phenomenal. Um to, to their credit, again, that's why I thought both of these teams should have been playing, uh, you know, Power 5 schools. More on that later. Very disappointed with all the cancellations. All it Just, you know, the, the day after Christmas we had three games, but then I understand they don't like to play on, you know, Sundays or Mondays when there's NFL, but no games yesterday, uh, two days ago. Uh, that uh, Oklahoma State-Miami game, I thought that was a very good game for me. It was ugly for Miami, and I feel very bad for De'Ara King, um, and hopefully he's okay, and, and Ellinger, Ellinger went down as well, but that game went over. Finally, some points on the board here for the bowl season. I know, and I do feel bad for De'Ara King as well. He's been so good. He just announced he was coming back next year, and of course goes down. I thought Miami was done when that happened. But Nkosi Perry looked really good. They actually kept a minute, and they had a chance to win the game. Uh, they just came up short their last two drives. Let's get into it. we got about 12 or 14 games left, I believe, over the course of the next four or five days here going into uh, the next week. Let's look at Tulsa, Mississippi State. You have a Tulsa team that had a pretty good season for me, 6-2. and two. Mississippi State, 3-7. and seven. Ugly, ugly year for Mike Leach, and yet... They're in a bowl game, and Tulsa's only minus one and a half. Over/under sitting at forty-five and a half right now. The totals dropped about four points. You know, is this game going to go over twenty-four twenty-one? I mean, Mississippi State showed maybe once, maybe twice they could put up some offensive points. 
But why is Tulsa not getting enough credit here, Fermi? I, I don't see anyone missing for this game, and this is a great opportunity, again, for a, a non-Power 5 conference to beat a Power 5 team, no matter how good their record is. Yeah, so I like Tulsa in this in this one. Uh, Mississippi State has been mediocre at best their entire year. Their first win of the year was against LSU. They put up huge numbers, and we all thought that was a big win. And in retrospect, I mean, LSU was a huge disappointment as well. So... I like Tulsa. Mississippi State is finally coming off a win. They, they beat Missouri to close the year out. But Tulsa is, always finds themselves in close games and usually on the winning side of it. I just think it's a tight line because Mississippi State plays in the SEC, which you sort of mentioned. So I'm, I'm taking Tulsa minus one and a half. Fermi, I don't care if they've played 10 games in the SEC or not. Do you know the total yards averaging that Mississippi State has? What is the number? What's the number? Thirty-six yards average rushing. Wow! Atrocious. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. Leach doesn't run the ball a lot, but usually his passing game opens up for a couple. You know, like RPOs, like run pass options, or even like QB reads, and that you know they get a little a little ground game going. But they struggled all year. All year. You could by accident get a hundred yards rushing. For crying out loud. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I'm, I, I like Tulsa minus one and a half here. Going on to the 2 o'clock game, Ball State, San Jose State. Boy, nine and a half points is a lot for San Jose State to give up. Ball State has played very well the past, I mean, what, five games in a row? They're on a five-game win streak right now. Beating teams. I mean, beating Toledo yeah. at Toledo. Beat they Buffalo. Beat, beat Buffalo. Buffalo. They beat Western Michigan. Nine and a half points over under sixty four. This this is tricky to me because I like Plitt for Ball State and Starkle has played well. And San Jose State signed their uh, signed their coach, head coach, got him back. He's not going anywhere. Got a nice deal out of it. Both teams putting up over thirty, but both teams their defenses. San Jose State's given up seventeen points a game. Questionable based on schedule. I mean, they did hold Boise State to twenty points, which is impressive. Um, and they held Nevada as well to 20 points. Rest of their schedule, kind of iffy there. But uh, Ball State giving up 27 points a game. Again, playing the MAC, a lot more points being scored here than maybe what San Jose would be accustomed to playing teams like UNLV and San Diego State. Ball State, though, goodness gracious, giving up over 400 yards a game, but they're putting up almost 500 themselves. San Jose has been putting up yards. Man, it sounds cliche for me, but I kind of like this over. So do I. I. I would like the over as well. I San Jose State has scored all year, and Starkle, I'm sure Mike Leach wishes Starkle was back at Mississippi State and didn't transfer out. Um, they may have had a little bit different season. Starkle looked good all year. You're right about Ball State coming off five straight. A pretty convincing win over Buffalo. Buffalo scored first, and that after that, it looked like a, a much wider victory than 10 which was what was on the scoreboard at the end of the day. I liked Ball State. Um, I watched that whole game because I actually liked Buffalo in that game, and obviously they proved me wrong. I like the over as well. 63.5 is what I'm seeing, and that's where that's where my money will be. Something I've tried to do in, in a couple games, and it's been real hard because I don't... It's, it's like they come back from commercial, and then when I try to put my bet in, it's too late. I've been trying to see who's winning the coin flip, and I'm sticking with Army in this game. Seven and a half points. It's down to seven. I think I actually saw it at six and a half. 
Over under is 41 and a half. I know a lot of people like how West Virginia has far superior athletes, but I really have to stick with the Black Knights here and hold in saying that I think they got crapped on like twice, like looked over twice for bowl games. And if there was a prop bet that I would play, I would look, usually I it probably would be six, six and a half minutes score. I would say no in this game for Army West Virginia if Army gets the ball first. That always looks good um, to me because I think that they're going to be able to move the ball on West Virginia. I think that they're going to try and keep this game obviously as close. I mean, obviously they're going to try to win. Like, yeah, I get that. But, I mean, goodness gracious, they're not going to pass the ball against West Virginia. They're going to make them cover the option. I don't know. I understand that... You know, West Virginia has had probably what now about ten days, maybe uh, maybe twelve to prepare for this game. But I don't know for me, it just it just seems like a good game and, and for Army to kind of pull through here and keep it close. Yeah, and that's their that's their mo. I mean, they've had I watched the Army Navy game and didn't they have like a drive over nine minutes or something? Yes. Like now now Navy's play. defense is it was is blah blah. Let's put that out there. I know, but it's it's hard to do that. Like you have to consciously be willing to slow it down, grind it out. And if they are successful doing the read option, I know you don't like unders, but this I like under. Um, just looking at the game, forty-one and, I, and a half. Dude, they are so slow. They never throw. Unless I mean, unless they run out of bounds at like the end of a half, the clock never stops when Army has the ball. Yeah, I mean, look, look, look how look at that two lane result. That that does seriously scare me. Thirty eight twelve. That's some of the best athletes they saw. Georgia Southern as well. Twenty eight twenty seven. This is not the army. This is not not the army that we bet on. You, you know, when they played Houston. Remember, we took that and we we're like, whoa, that was, you know, just over through the roof. Because because it's kind of my it's kind of my other philosophy that I've talked about. How everyone thinks just because they're an option team, they're not necessarily an over. But they also have to be able to get chunk yardage. I don't know. We've, we've talked about this before. They don't necessarily have those guys. That was what two years ago they played Houston and did that. And then yep. last year it wasn't as pretty. I, I don't know, Fermi. I would be a little bit cautious about that. Of course, you look at some of these West Virginia scores, 17-13 against Texas, uh, 24-6. Yep. You got a point. Yeah, they have 43 total points their last three games. I mean, that's what are they averaging? 15 a game? Four, 14 and a half a game. Oof. That's, I mean, low numbers, man. We'll see. That's it's something to keep an eye on and, and the weather. I mean, weather is rarely impacting bowl games. Liberty Bowl, that's in uh, Memphis, shouldn't it be? Memphis, yep. Okay. But, yeah, I, I'm looking at the under. I don't even know if I'll play this game, honestly. But I, if I had to pick a side, I would lean lean Army. I'm a, I got them there. That's an official one for me. They, I got them at 7.5. Uh, if that line stays at 7, I would take it at 7. I would not take it at 6.5. That's just me personally. Uh, give me that touchdown. On New Year's Day, also, what's a New Year's resolution for me? Since we're on uh, New Year's Eve games, give me a New Year's resolution. So I'm gonna go on like a. Two, I'm gonna say it'll be a year long like health kick, but it'll end up being like a two month diet. Is what's gonna be my New Year's resolution. Do you have a plan? No, I mean I'm gonna try to exercise at least three to four times a week. Um, my wife and I talked about doing the the Rome's Rome's and Janine special of running 500 miles in a year. So he's got hips and um, knee problems. I'd be real careful about that. 
I know. So we'll we'll see. I'm, Are you trying to lose more. weight? What? Are you trying to lose weight? No, just trying to be more fit. I would say I don't. I don't think weight is really my issue, but um, just feeling healthier and eating a little better. I was going to say more. shameless plug over here. I'm on back on my Nutrisystem, and I love it. I don't care what anyone says. You can make fun of me. I love my Nutrisystem. I go on for two months, and I lose 25 pounds. And I know the the easy parts getting it off, the hard parts keeping it off. And I've been working on that. You know, this time of the year is the absolute worst for me because I do not get to work out. Um, but I, I love it for me. I'm just throwing that out there. Just saying. Well, you, you wrestlers do some crazy things with weight. So I assure I'm, you, my entire life I've never had to lose weight. <laughs> I've always been well, a heavyweight. <laughs> no, that's true. But you're still in that that mold where you know how to do it and influence people to do so. So yeah, I was uh, I was long sleeve and sweatpants and sweatshirt at, at hot yoga a couple weeks ago, and let me tell you, it is brutal. It'll get a sweat. Let's get back to the games here. New Year's Day, new New Year's resolutions, never taken under again for my entire life. You got Georgia, Cincinnati. It's funny, my boy Chi just messaged me right now. Crazy game tonight. <laughs> yes, it is. Take the over, Chi, I'm going to tell him. Uh, Georgia, Cincinnati. Georgia, minus 6.5, over, under, 50.5. For me, while I, while I text my boy from Vietnam back, tell me what you're thinking about this game. Oh, uh, so I... Believe it or not, I may not bet this game. And the reason is because I really want to take Cincy, but I'm leaning harder to Georgia. Um, so I, I probably will end up fading this. It's going to be a great game. I actually think the over would be the play. Um, both teams have proven they can score. I think Georgia's defense is a little overrated. Cincy's is not, but they haven't played an offense like Georgia. So, I, I mean... They did play some good offenses, of course, uh, with UCF. Um, Tulsa's been solid. But Georgia, I don't know. Their size and speed is just sort of at another level. And I would lean the over in this one. I think it could end up being a little bit of a shootout despite two solid defenses. God, for me, I'm looking at that Tulsa score. I'm just remind, It reminds me of that game. Just going back, that might be a two-unit on Tulsa. I mean, Mississippi State is bad for me. I know. I know. In Tulsa, they only lost by three. Right. Yeah. Anyways. um, Oh, man. Is this one of those where it's Georgia blowout or Cincinnati win? I th- it, it, that's very likely. And I unfortunately, I'm leaning towards the Georgia blowout, but I want the alternative to happen. I would love to see Cincy beat them. So for that reason, I'm probably not taking a side. If I bet this at all, I'm going to take the over. I mean, these are like parallel numbers. Points per game, 33-39. I'm going Georgia, then Cincy. Points allowed, 19-16. Total yards, 421-467. Yards, total yards, you know, gained, 421-467. Total yards allowed, 322-310. Boy, these are just parallel teams for me. Statistically, yeah. statistically, they're they're parallel yeah. teams, and I think they're they're more parallel on the defensive side of the ball. Um, both are very strong defensively, and Georgia has dominated at times, but they've just been a lot more inconsistent. Cincinnati's defense has been pretty dominant all year. Has Cincinnati run into athletes like they're going to run into on no, New Year's Day? No, and I, that's what, or size. I think Georgia up front is probably bigger than any team they've played either. So for that reason is why I, I'm leaning Georgia. And Kirby Smart, obviously, he's been in bowl games for who knows how long under Saban. He's prepped for this kind of stuff, New Year's Day games. Um, I, I just think they're more a little more familiar. That being said, 
they may not be satisfied being there. So Ritter is so much better than he was last year. Oh, yeah. And look at George's scores, 49-14, 45-16, 31-24. They lost 44-28. The lowest scoring game on in the past five was 14-3 against Kentucky. And, you know, we, we already know that they're, they were trash. But look at Cincinnati. Uh, they, they haven't had a game under since Houston, um, under 51 points. That was 38-10, and they just called the dogs off at that point. For me, I, I agree. This could be a nice... A nice little slide into the overplay here, brother. Yeah, the only thing I will caution you, take a look at the weather. Um, I'm Isn't it inside? Isn't it in a dome? Um, it does say Peach Bowl, but it like it also says there's 75% chance of precipitation. Yeah, that so, might be outside, though. I know, but why would you do that? I, if you're in a dome, why would you even put there's any chance of participation? I, precipitation. Maybe, maybe they don't know any better? Um, uh Hold on. But yeah, I mean, if it's a dome, I mean, I think this is an over. Well, let me find out. Peach Bowl. I think I think you're right. Peach Bowl, yeah. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Held. No, that's a dome for me. That's outside. That's a that's a dome <laughs> that's a dome game, brother. It's inside. Indoors. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I like the over. Boom. Take it. Let's go to Yeah, that's Peach Bowl. That's Gotta be Georgia, right? Gotta be. That's gotta be. Yeah. In, that's gotta be in the in the Atlanta uh, Atlanta it's in Falcons. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, Atlanta Falcons game. Uh, bowl. So, um, geez, dome. Sorry, stadium. Whatever. Uh, Auburn Northwestern. Oh, Northwestern minus three and a half. Over under forty three and a half. Who would have saw Northwestern as a favorite against Auburn at the beginning of the year, Fermi? No kidding. But I'll tell you what. This is probably going to be one of my plays. I'm going to take Northwestern. Minus three and a half. Uh, minus three and a half. And one reason is Pat Fitzgerald's, I mean, he's been a really good coach. Auburn fired Malzahn, so I don't even know who the interim coach is for this particular game. Northwestern is 6-1-1 one, one against the spread this year. That's, they've been, I mean, because nobody gave them credit, including myself, if you listen to the early pods this year. Yes. Um, I thought they were overrated, but they clearly have proven a lot of people wrong, including myself. Their defense is one of the top in the country. They have a pair of one of the best linebacking groups in the in the entire country. I I think they hold tight. Bo Nix is not that good away from home either, um, just statistically speaking. So I, I like Northwestern to cover. I can't believe you're not even thinking about the under. Not that I would take it. It just seems like it would be such a good play for you here. Yeah, and I, I have it written on my sheet. It says I also like the under. So... That, that was where, I mean, I'm, I like Northwestern more than the under, but it could be a same-game parlay, Northwestern and the under. Let's get into the Rose Bowl here, brought to you by someone else through a different location in a different state, twice removed. But remember, the Rose Bowl comes first, not the actual uh, sponsor. Congratulations, Rose Bowl. Stay true to your word. Um, Alabama, minus 20 right now, over under 65 and a half. You know, I I hate Notre Dame like up and down the river. Um, they, I mean, the narrative, the things that I keep hearing is they they can't play as bad as they did. Clemson wanted that game more. Yet, da, 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 da. you just look at Alabama. Good God, for me, 52-52. Sure, Notre Dame can score. They sure didn't do it the last time they played. 
it just for me it just feels like the only thing I would do is take an over in this game. That's it. I I'm with you. I would probably lean the over as well, and that would be it. I do I'm not feel the I do not feel the same way about the Ohio State Clemson game. Clemson minus seven over under sixty six and a half. That one, I'm a little pause for pause for cause there because I think these defenses are a little bit tighter, and I I think that this is going to be. Uh, a closer game than anyone would like to admit. Am, am I wrong in my assertion there? No, I, th- I think it's going to be close. I, I do like Clemson a lot. I actually like Clemson to win the whole thing, personally. Uh, I mean, 34-27 goes under in that Clemson-Ohio State game. That's totally reasonable. 34-28 is totally reasonable for this game. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. I... I would if I'm taking Clemson Ohio State, I'm taking Clemson to win the game. I'm probably not taking over under because I could see it really going either way. Uh, Alabama Notre Dame, I would lean over. I don't like I, I don't like twenty point spreads in, in a top five matchup. No. I would. Ugh, I I guess I would take Notre Dame plus the points if if I truly had to do one, but I'm I'm not taking a side in that game. What's the difference? I understand they're different years. Thank you. What's the difference between the Alabama-Michigan State double-digit spread, the Alabama-Washington double-digit spread? What's the difference now, Fermi, with this game in Notre Dame? What do you mean? I mean, are you asking why Notre Dame is getting so many points? Well, I understand they're different games, but I'm just wondering, is, is it too... Is it too much points? Like looking back again, hindsight's all there. You were struggling for a reason to bet Michigan State or Washington. It just seems like this line's. Too, it seems like it should be something like sixteen. You know, it just it's so high. It's so many points for a team that well, was ten and one. I mean, yeah, I understand they got smoked, but still, I, Clemson was out for blood. That's kind of hard to gauge. I know, and. But I will say, Alabama, besides the Florida game, they really haven't been in a close game all year. Um, and Florida only was was close because they could score sort of shot for shot with them. Um, I don't know that Notre Dame has that capability to just go back and forth down the field. They, I just don't think that's sort of their style. I think they rely on defense a little more. And Alabama is still going to score, in my opinion. That's why... I think that spread. I, I know Alabama will stop Notre Dame. I don't know if Notre Dame is going to be able to stop Alabama. There you go, and, and that's really where I'm I'm at mentally. Thank God we still have the Gator Bowl, one of my favorite bowls. NC State, Kentucky. NC State is getting two points over under fifteen and a half for me. I like <laughs> NC State. So do I. This I, I have this as a two unit play on mine. Woo! NC plus two and a half. I am probably going to take the money line. I actually really like them. You're not going to take the extra two points? I I will in my two-unit play, but I'm probably going to put some money on a money line. What are you thinking? I think, I mean, I think NC State wins outright probably by three to seven. I mean, I think it's going to be a close game, but their offense is good. They have some upperclassmen who, I mean, this is the last-ditch effort for them. I would, the one thing I'm going to try to see is who is in and who is out, um, because tonight's game, for example, we all know Florida's missing four four of their big offensive playmakers. So if that happens, I mean, you really have to, to you always have to look ahead at bowl games and try to get as much info as you can with with regard to who's sitting. 
Is this going to be like the Kentucky-Virginia Tech game last year for me? Oh, I don't know. That wasn't that wasn't that a shootout? Yeah, it was. I'm I'm just saying as far as like Virginia Tech was favored in that game and we took them and then they lost. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, it's very possible, but I I still like NC State in this one. I mean, they're they've they've put up some pretty big numbers too. They were also the only team to beat Liberty. It's also true. Ole Miss, Indiana. Indiana, minus 8.5, over under 65. The old lane train in the Outback Bowl. What do you think, Fermi? I like Indiana. Dude, they, I don't know if you've seen any of the footage, but they would, they would, they're, they love their coach. He is, he's an unbelievable motivator, preaches family, and it's, it's actually really cool. If you could catch any of his post game interviews or anything like that, I highly recommend uh, you watch it. They they love them. Um, Indiana's seven zero against the spread as well this year. So uh, also a team that's just not getting any love in in Vegas. Oregon, Iowa State in the Fiesta Bowl, over under fifty seven and a half, minus four. Iowa State, interesting for me. I, I would have thought this would have been closer to a pick, in my opinion. Iowa State, I mean, they were ranked, what, they were top six and then got blown out by Oklahoma. Um, I'm personally, I'm fading this game. I, I usually never get Iowa State right. It's one of those teams I just can't figure out, so I'm just going to stay away. Iowa State has, uh, I, I can't pronounce his last name, it slipped my mind, on def- uh, I'm sorry, Oregon, has him on defense. He's a monster. Um, do you know who I'm talking about? It's totally slipped I my don't. mind. It's like a French name. Um Oh, hold on. I, I won't I won't be able to do this if I don't look this up. Um is it Bordeaux? He's a defensive end and um oh, come on, I'm going through their entire roster right now. Hold on. Oh, well it helps if you go to the defense. Oh, Thibodeau is how you pronounce it. Oh yeah, I've heard of him. Yep. He is a monster for me and i just i like oregon in this game if i was going to take a money line game i'd I'd sprinkle a little on oregon over under man i'm still upset about that oregon usc game for me that that is just just was just atrocious to me just atrocious um here you go good game to end with here texas a&m north carolina over under 65 and a half texas a&m minus seven and a half for me what do you think I'd take the points. I like I like UNC plus seven and a half. We we know they can score. Um, it'll be it's actually a really good game of sort of rivaling styles. Um, UNC is a, just really good offensively. Texas A and M has really been held together by their defense. So I'm I'm really interested in this game, but I'm going to take the points and hope UNC can keep it really close. <sighs> Boy, if. If the game goes under, it's Texas A&M the whole way. If the game goes over, it's North Carolina. That's what I think. Yeah, that's pretty pretty accurate so, assumption. Uh, that's it for me. That's uh, You know me. I'm a little disappointed with bowl season here, but give us kind of a recap of the season real quick, what you think, and just uh, any other thoughts headed into the weekend. So recap of the season, I it, it was obviously a struggle just given COVID and a lot of the uncertainty that sort of piled up week to week. And then, of course, just college not releasing 
injury reports and who's in, who's out, and late scratches due to COVID. It, it made it extremely difficult, but it, it's, it was difficult for everybody. I'm not making excuses, of course. So I enjoyed it. It gave a completely different perspective on sort of the, the world of, of gambling. But, I mean, I would have obviously loved to have done a little better if we're sitting here, both of us, pretty hovering around 500 Ooh, so. don't even call it that i've had the worst month uh, 20 i'm like 23 and 28 and then i've lost like 1200 for me on additional stuff i have been bad this year i'm not even gonna lie it's been a down year for me for me i i should have well, been that's better why we, that's why we have basketball right around the corner we'll what do you think we should do for me you think we should do like what just like a friday night like we do looking into the weekend then when line comes out what do you think yeah, we should we should we should definitely do a little something for hoops. Um, Got to get ready for that Calcutta. I know, and we have it. Really, should be Thursday or Friday because pretty much all teams play Saturday or Sunday. Right. I mean, they, you know, that's and then there's some always some action on Monday. I love college hoops because there's there are games every day. I mean, every single day. So it's always always fun, and it gets me involved with the mid majors who who play every day. You know doesn't even matter there's always games on starting at like five six o'clock in the afternoon the national championship game is on a monday right yeah well it usually is i i think it is i think i think what is that january uh 11th yeah that would be january 11th i'll tell you what for me maybe we'll do a saturday podcast where we can look at some sunday games and we'll talk about the uh, national championship game when it comes up Um, And we'll get ready. And to our new listeners in Colorado, Nebraska, and Kansas, thank you guys very much for joining us. Give me a shout-out, at Dr. Goose on uh, Twitter. There's an underscore in between the doctor and the goose, and there's two zeros for the O and then an E. Find me, tweet me, send me a DM, say thanks for listening, or tell me that I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Either way, we appreciate you. I know for Mr. Fermi, I am very grateful, as he is for all you guys out there, and we hope that you guys have a safe New Year. We hope that you had a safe Christmas. And we hope as we head into 2021, we can turn a new corner because remember, there's only one thing that we say consistently on this podcast. It's only a problem when you're losing. Have a happy new year, guys, and we'll talk to you next week.